For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 385 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Why did they did? I had no idea there was going to be two episodes of Bad Batch this week. Neither then, did I. At the beginning of the week, people started talking about it, and I was like, is that true? And sure enough, there were two of them. They're good, too. I'm excited to talk about them. Um, they are good. They make a good arc. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's an arc that will satisfy some folks that maybe thought, you know, the overall plot of the season wasn't moving forward quick enough or something. I think they should be pretty stoked with that. Yeah, right. I would think. Um, but you never know. So, besides that, we got a couple of other little things to talk about this week. Nothing too crazy. And then, uh, you know, we'll hear from our friends and what they have to say. Um, but... Before we get into all that, what you guys should do, you should get on your smart device, you know, your phone or your tablet, your computer, laptop, web TV, whatever it is you use, and go to myweirdfoot.com or blueharvest.rocks for all your Blue Harvest needs. Find all the links to our social media, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, where I've been streaming very regularly, come hang out. We get real fucking goofy, have a good old time. And uh, most importantly, I guess, links to our Patreon. Where if you like us a whole lot and you want more of this, you can go to Patreon, sign up for as little as $3 a month, and get access to all our bonus pods. I've been doing immediate... Bad Bad Reactions, Star Wars Year by Podcast, Cooking with Will, Oh No, It's Hall Solo. You know, I, I, I do this every week. You guys know what's there. If you want it, patreon.com slash blueharvestpodcast. And a big shout out to those that do want it, apparently, our patrons. You guys are the best. Absolutely. How's your week been, buddy? How's things in Dadland? That new expansion to Disneyland that's coming. Dadland. Oh, they go strong. Uh I Ivy has had she has been sleeping through the night, uh-huh. which was incredibly nice. Um, it was just an early start. 
but um, she has started waking up for like an hour or two stints at different points through the night, uh, and that is tough. Yeah, but I can't say anything because she's been so good for so long. Like it's mm-hmm. bound to hit, you know, a bump <laughs> here or there. So I'm sure. You know, I'm sure she'll go back to sleeping through the night here soon, but it it has been challenging. I bet that that and taking care of the kids every night, like you know, a lot going on, a lot going on in dad land, right? Dude, it's constant, it is constant. My wife's coming up on some off days though, so it'll be nice to have Uh-oh. some help. Sheesh, maybe, maybe during one of those days, we could talk to her old pal Steve and get that high potion with you scheduled. That would be cool. Yeah, because we've been wanting to knock that out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, we've got two episodes of Bad Bash to talk about this week. Pretty good ones, I feel like. Um, and there hasn't been a ton of other stuff going on. IGN has been doing features on Jedi Survivor every couple of days this week. They put out like eight minutes of gameplay footage, which I haven't watched yet. And we're not going to watch the whole eight-minute video, but I figured maybe we could, um, you know, skip around in it, check it out, because I haven't seen it. Right. Um, And they also released a feature about some of the enemies you're going to be facing in Jedi Survival, and it's pretty cool. Um, You know, having recently replayed Jedi Fallen Order, enemy variety lacking an enemy enemy variety might have been one of my smaller complaints but right like they're going hard you see this going hard with the battle droids b1s and b2s the commando droids assassin droids droid magna guards old general grievous's homies shield this is cool yeah yeah so they're working in some other and this is just are those the um things from mandalorian after the shield trooper no, what this is this is Century the DT Sentry oh, okay. droid, but it does have like a strong Dark Trooper feel to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It actually yeah. looks more a little more like the classic Dark Trooper design from the video games, you know, like the Dark Forces games where those were first introduced, right? Um, which obviously the ones in Mandalorian took a little bit of inspiration from too. Yeah, um, but yeah, let's check out a little bit of this nine minutes of gameplay. We're not like I said. We're not going to watch the whole thing. I will say this: the little clips I've seen, this game is gorgeous. They're Star really... Wars Jedi Survivor is February's oh IGN. For... Okay. After a secret mission he's involved with. I don't know that I want to hear this guy talking about it though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mind giving me a closer look? No, neat. That is neat. <laughs> that is neat. You can that use is one big beast. You can use um. BT like binoculars. Yeah, let's see him get moving. Look how good it looks, though. Yeah, it looks pretty, pretty darn good. Really taking advantage of it only being on the the current gen stuff. It looks like. Last time I saw a Lucre Hulk was Braca. Long time ago. The Lucre Hulk. That's the like the droid command ship, right? Yep. Some wall running. Some cliff jumping. Okay. Hey, 
All right. Wow. That looks pretty cool, man. Combat looks look pretty cool. smooth. Looks very similar to the first one. I'm not seeing like. Yeah. I mean, you know, granted it's very early in the footage, but I'm not seeing a ton of new stuff. But it's it looks great. It looks um, smooth and fucking. The dual wielding is new, and that shit is cool. Yeah. We didn't really get to see him do much of it, though. You know. Yeah. Man. Well, from what I remember, a lot of the combat's about like the right moves. Yeah, parry. Uh, that is me. That is me too. Okay, here we go. Oh, he just broke and he can link them up whenever he wants. Yep. Yep, he can detach them. What was he just trying to do there? I don't know if that was a heal. Alright. Alright, I see you, Jedi Survivor. This looks really impressive. The lighting is really good. Yeah, the skyboxes. The environments amazing. are really good. Yeah. The environmental detail is pretty sick, I gotta be honest. The animals are good. Mm hmm The score is ballin'. Yeah, and the score in the first one is really good, too. That's true. Like a boss fight at the end of this. Gotta unlock this. I don't know, some sort of spooky oh, animal look cave. Look at these guys! Don't kill those chocobo-looking dudes. What are we doing here? Hey guys! All right, they're not aggressive. I like that. Okay, that was a weird little chunk of footage to show. That's cool. All right. I'd like to know what's in them too, but we don't have that kind of time or resource. Who's that talking? Don't know. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, that, I guess that's Unless what happens. Unless they gave BD a voice upgrade. Oh boy, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> um. So yeah, man, it looks good to me. I'm excited for that game. I was going to be. Regardless. Looks incredible. Um, so do you the remember voice work sounds really good when um, when they announced you know some of the stuff at celebration last year they announced the young Jedi adventures the animated show aimed more towards kids set during the High Republic yeah I do well they announced that that starts May 4th so the same day that visions comes out and they put out this first screenshot from it oh that's cool yeah man. I don't know, man. I think that's sick. It's High Republic based. You got this, whoever this boy right here is, this blue mm -hmm. boy, this furry boy. I'm going to like that character. I can tell you yeah. already. The little droid kid looks cool too. Yeah, man. And they're they're wearing like those ball and uh, High Republic era robes with like the gold accents and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Look, it may not be, you know. It may not be for me ultimately, but I think the character designs are are pretty solid for a kids show. Nice and colorful. I think it's cool. I agree. So, buddy, what did you think about uh, episode? What is it? Seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight of Bad Batch season two. We're halfway through the season. They dropped two episodes on us this week. What'd you think about it? 
thought it was heavy with the palace intrigue. Mm-hmm. It was uh, heavy with the spy suspense. I don't know, political drama. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like an episode of House of Cards, or um, I'm trying to think of something comparable. I don't know. I uh, I just re- like I was sitting there the whole time going like, man, this is cool. I like seeing this. And then anytime this kind of storytelling is going on in Star Wars, right? And I'm like, oh, this is cool. The first thing that pops in my head is like, oh man, everybody hated that Senate shit and the Phantom Menace. And now look at it. We're getting Senate heavy episodes. Look at us. Yeah. Uh, it was really balling to see Palpatine come out mm-hmm. and kind of gloat about having things go the way he wanted them to inevitably. Dude. And like that scene of like when he comes out and like, you see like his yellow ass creepy eyes and shit was really well done. It was, it was real well done. Um, I thought sort of the overall storyline of this two episode set was neat of like, well, this is really the final, final nail in the coffin of the era of the clone wars, right? This is the official decommissioning mm-hmm. of the clones and, the enacting of this conscription act or whatever where they're the stormtroopers yeah even says yeah yeah he he says something about the ushering in the era of the imperial stormtrooper i was like damn he just came right out and said it reference drop um i thought that was pretty fascinating right and those are two um you know the first episode they reintroduce a couple of Clone Wars characters like the 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 Senate lady Chuchi Rio Chuchi. She's from Clone Wars. Yeah, I recognize that they put a lot of effort into her character. Mm-hmm. These episodes were super focused on her character. Yeah, yeah, and she's like she. You know what it is? It's like she's she's a good trade off for like not having Padme around to fill that role in the story mm-hmm. right of the like yeah. the senator with the good heart that wants things like believes that things can be better and has people's best interest in mind and shit yeah um, the moral compass yeah and then like um all right so first off very excited to see our boy Bell Organa but I gotta ask you right well, did something feel a little off about the vocal performance this time it was like it was trying to make Jimmy Spitz sound more ethnic than he was, I believe. Like there was like a, a Latin stank to it. And I know Jimmy Smith is Latin, I believe, but like he doesn't he doesn't speak like the way the voice actor was you portraying. Know what's it. funny is like I mentioned it in the Patreon reaction and our boy Rick Villanueva commented they were trying to make Bale spe- sound extra spicy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> kind of nailed it, Rick. That is a good explanation. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. And then I go, so like I've been avoiding the Blue Harvest Discord because I I got to see it late. I didn't get the chance to watch it until today. And not that people, like we even have, people are really good about blanking out spoilers, but just, you know, out of an abundance of caution, I was like, it's two episodes. Something crazy probably happens. And so then after I watch the episodes, I go into the Blue Harvest Discord and people are straight up being like, was the voice acting for Bail Organa weird? I was like, yes, thank you. I was glad to see I wasn't the only one. You were not the only one, trust me. So hard to say goodbye to Echo. 
Oh, man. Dude, and like, I don't know. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I missed a little piece of, of um, foreshadowing, but it took me by total surprise, right? Like, I felt like I didn't Omega see it in coming. Yeah. But they spent so much time with tech, not tech, uh, Echo kind of earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. It made me think something was coming for him, but I didn't, I had no idea it was going to be a goodbye, a send off. Yeah, it was real. They did it real well. It was real sad. And like mm-hmm. Echo's rea- or yeah, uh, uh, Omega's reaction to it was really well done. <clears throat> and, and like, I mean, you know, he's coming back, right? He's with Rex. They totally set it up for him to come back, right? Right. But it's still right. a bummer. It's still yeah. a hell of a bummer. They're like, shit, we got to lower our D Bradley, be- our D Bradley budget. Damn. <laughs> DBB doesn't stand for D Bradley Baker. It's the D Bradley budget. Too many, uh, too many characters. Just <laughs> slim this thing down. They were like, hey, D, so episode seven, the Bad Batch aren't going to be in it, so we don't need you for that. And he goes, oh, you don't need me? And they go, yeah, no, we're just, it's going to be like Rio Chuchi. You remember her? Yeah, you remember her. She's going to show up, and Rampart's going to be a douche. You know how it goes. And there's going to be like, I don't know, we're thinking a clone assassin and a couple of other clones, like maybe a side clone. Maybe Slip. You remember Slip? You did him. And D. Bradley Baker's like, so you do need me. What you're saying is you do need me. There's clones in the episodes. You need me. You need DBB. Better. There's plenty of clones. There's unknown, unnamed clones. You better, you better balance that DBB, that D. Bradley budget. I'll tell you what. It was nice seeing Rampart get his as the I clone know, that right? he is. And isn't that it, was satisfying. Like, it was satisfying, but it's also fucked up in the same way. Like you kind of wish Rampart would have gotten like, I don't know, iced by Wrecker. Wrecker rips him in half. Like right, the whole right. that would have been Wolverine more satisfying. But to see him get it either way is awesome. And like mm-hmm. it's so funny to me, because I'm watching this episode and you know, like they sort of established that the explanation for what happened on Camino was was it was wiped out by a storm. And like yeah. immediately I'm like, guys, you got to come up with a better, say there was a gas leak and it exploded. A storm? I've seen those storms. They can handle a whole lot. What kind of yeah. storm was this? Storm of the century? A once in a hundred year storm. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of think it was funny that that was the, it is, it is interesting they played that angle. Yeah, and then like they even bring it up later. They're like, they bring uh, it, up. it was a city uh, sp- specifically built to withstand storms. Right. Um, Has under underwater components, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a whole Jaws 3 water tube system. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Um, but like then so like in real time watching it right when you know because they do the the classic show about trying to get the good guy the information and it happens right at the last minute right mm-hmm, right um, it's very law and order yeah and then so they show the they show the uh hologram footage of ramparts venator blowing up tapioca city or whatever place that, I, topeco city. it is it is crazy that they got in the Venator and like basically wrecked it to get out of it. That was oh, cool. Dude, there's a couple of shots like of that Venator 
in the docking bay or the hangar or wherever they're working on it right that looks so good like i i almost believe you could screenshot those like with their when there's no character models in it and stuff and can convince somebody that's from like a live action show like there was just they do look incredible yeah some really cool shots of that ship and i loved them using the escape pods to get out what a D D ass campaign solution to that problem right? that's what i thought that's what i was thinking i was like this is a quest uh-huh. this is a D quest like yep. they have to go get the information to get it to the senate yep. for this new side character they've met you know like i was like this is super D. it's like one of those nights where you're your Star Wars role playing group only has like a couple of hours to play, so you're like, all right, we're doing a like a, a in and out quest. I got it. Venator, you're stealing information. Done. Um But like so then, you know, obviously they're the big fight in the Senate is whether they should start this whole process of clone care. Yeah. Or yeah. reorgan like Yeah. The move is they want more clones. But uh, you know, Palpatine doesn't want clones. He wants subscription. Well, right. I well, guess. well, it's not even more clones, right? They don't want more clones because they can't make them. Like the whole thing is done. So they, right, like, right. Palpatine, like the bad guys on the center are trying to like position it like, so these clones, they have accelerated aging. They're gonna die real quick. We need to have like a military force to replace them with yeah and then like you know choochie and everybody else are like no we don't want to conscript people into the imperial military and 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 if we do that like we could we got to have like a pension for these dudes (laughs) and shit um so you know when the moment comes and they show off the hologram like once again watching in real time is how are they going to get past this because we this is something where we know the end point we know stormtroopers become a thing. They stop using clones. And like the way the quick turnaround and the way it's written with Palpatine showing up and it seems like everybody just fell into his fucking plan again the exact way he wanted it was like really cool. Yeah, he he used the angle that, oh, since the clones just blindly obey orders that resulted in the destruction of the facility on Camino. They can't be trusted anymore. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Cause they were following orders and that's what he wanted the whole time. Seamlessly, by the way, throws Rampart under the bus at the same time. Right. Fucking Rampart dude. He's so smug and shit. He thinks yeah. he's winning the whole time. Okay, well. He's murderous, too. I'm pretty sure he killed clones. Yeah, he killed one in the first episode. Remember when yeah. that guy was like, um, I'm pretty sure it was the Bad Batch that were here. And he was like, you just said the name of the show. <laughs> um, But yeah, man. I, I, well-crafted little double episode arc here and you know i agree sets the stage for the second half of the season right okay they start off leaning hard into the fact that omega may be force sensitive as she's sitting there trying to meditate they lean into that real hard yep but they sure enough did they leaned right into it which i thought was interesting and i wonder if the selection of a bow for her instead of a blaster is purposeful in that force connection way. 
I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't really know. Because a bow is much less, I don't know, clumsy and random, like a blaster. Uh, a bow takes a lot of skill, you know, to, to wield. This is a laser bow. Sheesh. Right. I See, I, don't, I still don't know if they're going to make her Force-sensitive. I, I could see that being the case, right? I... Because, like, I got a little bit of that vibe at the end of the Gunji episode. And then, yeah, this episode, well, the second episode starts with her meditating. And, like, mm-hmm. they even said, like, well, he was a Jedi. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm, uh, I'm cautiously observing that whole thing. Because right. I don't know what they're, I don't know if they're just... Because you know they th- they put that in there, right? And they're like, well, people are going to wonder if she's going to be Force-sensitive or if that's the way we're taking it or not. And I don't know. I don't know one way or the other. Hmm. Um, you remember last week, buddy? The- I can't believe the timing of this, by the way. I almost forgot to bring this up. But do you remember when we were talking about... It might have even been two weeks ago, where, like... When you see certain characters showing up in, like, the comics and the books, like, that's a good sign that they probably don't have much planned for them in the shows or, or movies. And right. Shit. And specifically, I was mentioning how much Kira is showing up in the comics. And I said something to the effect of, if they ever do a book or comic that's the story of how Kira overthrew Maul as the leader of the Crimson Dawn, like, you officially know it's done at that point well buddy this week they announced where is it the story of how kira star wars star wars crimson klein climb uh it's a it's a novel by ek johnson about kira and the crimson guard and her climb towards the top Mm. like literally days after me fucking saying that they announced this and i was like oh Oh boy, that's some real trapped in the matrix shit right there. Yeah, right. That feels weird. You know Stratomus yourself. And you know what's funny is I see that and I go, I want to listen to that audiobook. I want to know how that all turns out. Of course you do, because Solo is not a bad movie. It's not it's not a bad story. I would say there are elements of it that are kind of bad movie elements, but overall it's a solid story in my opinion. The performances it's, are solid. It can but... be cheesy and campy, but I still don't think it's a bad movie. No, like, I wouldn't say it's it a bad It underperformed, movie. but if if I'm stacking it up to you know what I know are bad movies, it is not a bad movie. Yeah, what I consider bad movies, like, you know. I was going to pull one, but it's weirdly got a bit of a cult following, I figure out. So we'll just move on. I ain't trying to get anybody up in arms because I think yeah, it's yeah. bad, you know? It was Van Helsing. That's the movie I was going to say. Anyways. Um, oof. oof. Um, anyway. Uh, listen. Well, and you know, I said all that about, you know, the books and the comics. But the other thing to keep in mind is... They're also not afraid to fucking do redo something told in a book or a comic, right? Like there was a whole comic series about Kanan surviving Order 66, right? Well, then they were like, mm-hmm. well, you know what? We want to do that in the first episode of The Bad Batch, right? Fuck me, I guess. 
they are there was a whole comic series about Cassie and meeting K two. They're gonna cover that in season two. It ain't gonna be like that comic. I can almost mm-hmm. guarantee. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess nothing's set in stone. They could always come back, and then some poor bastard in the story group on Twitter's got to be like, I don't know, man. Different stories from different points of view. I I don't know, man. I. Whichever one you like better, that's the one. You want to know the truth, man? They decided they wanted to use it on TV, and they were like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. They (laughs) they can cry about it. All right, buddy. Let's let's hear from some friends. You down to do that? I'm down. Cockhead! The only Jedi master who can crash box Giddy! Cockhead! Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead! He's a big Surian stud! He loves to split chicks with his pud! Giddy! Cockhead! To stroke his cone and suck on his balls! Giddy! Cockhead! What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge! But he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow! Cockhead! Ruhurt! Cockhead! Hosberger! Cockhead! Will Witt! Cockhead! Goose Paint! Cockhead! G-Money! Cockhead! King Tom! Cockhead! Joe! Cockhead! G&D! Cockhead! Cockhead! All righty. So, if you want to send in a voicemail or an email, super easy to do. Blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. Isn't that easy? That's easy to remember. Easy as pie. I did that on purpose. I said, make it easy to remember. And then I sometimes I forget. All right. First up, we've got a voicemail from Mr. 100 himself. Kobe. Kobe. Hey, Oz and Will. It's your boy, Kobe, a.k.a. Mr. 100. How is it hanging? Hopefully it's hanging clean. I I have faith you're keeping that shit clean. I know you are. Um, It's been a while. Haven't haven't, uh, called in in a while. Just been busy with adult stuff, you know. Puppy, house projects, wedding stuff. Just just crazy, crazy stuff going on. Um, Anyway calling in now i'm always I've, I've been listening i've been seeing you know stuff on twitter i've been checking out the streams when i can I, i've been around just just been a little busy to sit down and record one of these but um i'm back now and uh, i just gotta say first before i get into the star wars related stuff the last of us the show man that shit is mwah, top tier just top tier television right there i pedro pascal acting his ass off Bella Ramsey acting her ass off. Uh, I forget the lady's name, but the lady who plays Tess acted her ass off. Uh, R.I.P. to the to the other other Tess lady, by the way, that just recently died. That was really sad. Um, but yeah, just a top tier show. Just just great. Won't spoil it or get into anything specific, but just a great show. Pedro Pascal. Just good to see him. You know, acting his ass off like he always does. Our, our Star Wars homie, our Mandalorian homie. Um, yeah, great show. Another good show. Not quite as great, but another pretty good show. Bad Batch. 
Um, I really loved the, the riot racing episode. I thought that was badass. It was just good. You know, it was just like, turn your brain off fun. There was no over huge overarching story. There was nothing crazy you had to look for. It was just good old fashioned star Wars fun. Um, and that's something that I just love to get every now and again. Uh, but it got me thinking, it got me thinking about, uh, Han Solo for some reason. I love seeing all the different variations of racing that we have in star Wars, uh, pod racing, uh, the riot racing, whatever, whatever it may be. But also got me thinking about the swoop bike racing, right? Which was something that Han Solo, at least in the older, you know, the legend stuff, that was something he was pretty popular for was swoop bike racing. That was something that he did in his younger years before he started smuggling. And I was thinking how awesome that'd be to get that in like a show or movie or however we get any sort of, you know, sadly, I don't think Solo 2 is happening. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I think we, there is room down the line to get more Han Solo-ish things. Uh, I think this would be really cool to see the swoop bike racing and see, you know, his his prowess in that in some way, shape, or form. Or just in general, even if it doesn't involve Han. But if it does, imagine this, right? So there's a movie show, whatever. They do the swoop bike race. Uh, Han, Han goes on, wins the whole thing, but there's this huge wreck, right? And then there's a cutscene at the end after the show or movies aired, whatever. And there's a cutscene, right? Marvel style cutscene, and it's just this dusty, smoking uh, swoop bike and this huge wreck. And all of a sudden, you see a hand raise up, and 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 the hand comes down on the swoop bike, and it's burnt and all messed up from the wreck. And all of a sudden, the screen goes black, and you see in the classic yellow. R- lettering dengar a star wars story coming soon to a theater near you i think that would be badass but it'd also be like holy fuck we're out of ideas anyway keep up the good work fellas uh guys been killing it haws you've been killing it with the streams it's it's just been it's been a good time to be a star wars fan uh keep it up Love the show. Love you guys. Peace out. Bruh. I love the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back. I think they look so cool all standing next to each other. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Empire I Strikes Back bounty hunters, bro. Look at them all. Right? Bruh. Look at all these guys. Huh? Look like at when them. Dengar was cool looking. Mmm. Well, we'll get there in just a second, you know. Let's, but let's just look at them for a second, you know, in all their glory. The whole squad's there. Zuckus, four L O M or four Lom if you're nasty. Bosk, <laughs> fucking Boba Fett, IG eighty eight, Dengar. Right? Look at the whole squad. They're so cool looking. They ignite your imagination. Like, why does this guy have a robot that kind of looks like him? What's that? What's that lizard all about? He's in a spacesuit, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Whoa! Ig, I, it looks like they just leaned his ass up against the wall, but he's still cool looking. And then, you and your mind fucking, is like a droid that kills people for money. Yeah, and then you get to old Dengar, Dengar, right? Dingus, the Dengar, the Dingus. I love, 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 love the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back, right? Love them, Will. Here's a better picture. Absolutely. But if they announce Dengar, a Star Wars story, I can't even get behind that. I can't even get behind Dengar, a Star Wars story. 
I just can't. His no. armor is doo-doo brown, right? Right? He just, he looks like he's wearing, like, long johns under it. Just, I don't, I don't do, I don't do Dengar. He's not my dude. Could be the first Star Wars horror story, how he goes from what he is to what he ends up being in The Force Awakens. Uh, no, it's in episode nine. I totally forgot about Rothtar Ding or whatever his name is. All right. In my opinion, in my humble opinion. In, in order of coolest, obviously Boba Fett goes number one, IG-88 two, Bosk three, Forlom four, Zuckus five, Dengar 12. Like there's a space. <laughs> there's six slots. There's six slots between. Just you know, Cad Bane and other bounty Well, no, I just in. mean in, in the, the it, just amongst themselves, the ranking of those dudes in that scene. We're not even... Because if, if this was considering all Star Wars bounty hunters, Embo. Embo would be way up there for me. Embo is cool. Look at Embo. Oh, it's going to not pull up. Yeah, look at this guy. Sheesh. That guy is Oh, that cool. is cool. Yeah, he is cool. He, uh, Dingar ain't got nothing on Embo, I tell you what. All right. Let's, uh, next up, this is from Jacob. Oh, he's got a second email with some pictures. What's up, guys? Jacobo Wizardo hath returneth. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet this week, you guys. And uh, my question and or scenario for you guys is uh, what would you do if you guys suddenly woke up one day you know, you pop on a little Star Wars and out of nowhere, you realize every single character in every Star Wars movie, show, Star Wars everything now has a ponytail and mustache. And it's almost like waking up into an alternate dimension where that's the only thing that's changed. And no one else has any idea what you're referring to when you say, hey, these characters no, used to not have mustaches and ponytails. So what would you do if you're the only person that knew such a thing? We'll check you guys later. Have a great week. Adios. Bro, what is this weird ass scenario i love it oh my god look at it he sent pictures oh my goodness luke skywalker in return of the jedi looks pretty badass with the mustache i'm not gonna lie he oh looks my like god a... look at book of boba fett boba fett with the mustache oh and Phoenix shan with the mustache mm. i love it um i gotta say i love it i think the minute I sat up and I was like, oh, I've got the day off. I'm going to watch a couple Star Wars. The first character I saw that had the mustache, I would turn the TV off, right? I would find somewhere to board Luna for a few days. I would <laughs> um, set the cats up with plenty of food, freshly scooped litter, and I would go check myself into somewhere. I'd try to wake up. I'd be like, oh, I've had I'd try a try to wake up. Wake up. Come <laughs> yeah. on. I'd be like, oh, I've had a dude that looks kind of like King Hippo from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fucking with my head for the last almost year. And I just broke. I, my brain just broke. And now 
I gotta go see a professional because all the Star Wars characters have ponytails and mustaches. That's you gotta wake up, I, buddy. Yeah, you gotta wake I up. I would call. I would call Will, and I go, Will, listen, man. I know I've had to make some real fucked up bummer ass phone calls to you over these past twelve months, but I need I need you to do something for me. Yeah, buddy. What do you need? Go turn on Disney Plus and just put on Empire Strikes Back for me. Okay. And I hear it in the background, and Liam's like, I don't want to watch Star Wars. And Will's like, hey, just I just need it for a second. We'll, we'll turn it back to Godzilla, just a few. And I hear the movie start. It's too true. And I start hearing a human character talking. I'm like, Will, do me a favor. Yeah. Do they have a mustache and a ponytail? What? Do they have a mustache and a ponytail? No. Why? All right, that's all I needed to go. Hey, we're not going to do Blue Harvest this week. I'll let you know when I'm I'm ready to. Record. I'll see you in a couple months. Yeah, I I. I'm going to take a nap, and then call some hospitals. I'm going to take a nap and call some hospitals. Maybe explore autoerotic asphyxiation. All right. Next up, we got a email from Robert. Hey, Halls and Will. I hope my email isn't too late for this week. Man, two Bad Batch episodes is so awesome. It was nice to see Chuchi back keeping Padme's spirit alive in the Senate and Star Wars Galaxy. And goddamn if Echo leaving the group didn't make me tear up. Poor little Omega. She is so freaking sweet and innocent, but also came in clutch to give the info to Bail Organa. I love how awesome she is. I also love seeing the Emperor. I didn't see that coming, but when the hole in the floor opened up, I got the chills and my jaw was on the floor. Hopefully the back half of the season will start to ramp up after these two awesome episodes. Hope you guys have an amazing night, Robert. Well, thanks, Robert. I bet you it does ramp up. Now, we've got a whole nother eight-episode run, right? And those aren't all going to be balls to the wall advancing the plot. I bet you next week calms its ass down a little bit, too. But fucking uh, old dickbag with the... The toothpicks, Crosshair, he's got to show back up at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I don't think it'll all be, you know, episodes with the impact of these last two. But, you know. And then I think the final, I was looking today, because it ends March 29th. March 29th is the last episode of Bad Batch for the season. I think that's another two-episode like they're doing two episodes then. So that's going to be two episodes of Bad Batch and an episode of Mandalorian to watch that week. My goodness. Shit. I sure hope I don't wake up and there's mustaches and ponytails on everybody on Star Wars tomorrow cuz I got to be I got to be at the house. Hello there, Haas and Will. This-, this is from Josh, my bad. Jump the gun a little bit. Hello there, Haas and Will. This is your internet pal Josh Wright. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Um, got bitten by a dog a few days ago, but that's, that's another story. Um, anyway, so I've, as you guys know, I've been, uh, really anxious for for the return of the bad batch. Now that it's back, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I find the show refreshing so far. Um, I love those big overarching storylines uh, from the live-action Star Wars and from the Clone Wars and to a lesser extent from Rebels. Um, but I find something really refreshing um, about the way 
um, most of the Bad Batch episodes of this season so far have been kind of self-contained stories. Um, it reminds me of like old sitcom episodes or old Saturday morning cartoons where you could miss a week and then just watch the next episode and you wouldn't be completely lost. Um, and it's nice to have, it's nice to have TV that doesn't demand as much from me. Like I don't have to remember, Oh, is that the guy we saw two weeks ago or, or a name gets mentioned that, that somebody just casually dropped in the, in the first episode of the season. You got to remember, you got to figure out blah, blah, blah. I like that. It's just kind of, um, easy to follow and just fun and enjoyable so far. Um, so my question is, uh, we're about, we, we are halfway done with the, uh, second season of the bad batch here. Uh, where do you think, uh, the show's going to go in the second half? Do you think we're going to see some more overarching storylines? Uh, maybe some more crosshair stuff. Um, maybe some more, maybe some more Sid stuff or Wanda Sykes stuff. It looks like Rampart, um, is the problems he poses has been uh, resolved at least for the time being. Um, so where do you think we're going with the show? Um, I'd be interested to know you guys' thoughts. Again, hope you guys are doing well. Um, peace and love, and may the force be with you. Thanks, Josh. Where do you think, Will, what do you think the back half of season two of Bad Batch holds for us? I'm not entirely sure. I have this feeling that all of their friends are going to have to come together for some some big thing. I feel like they'll need Rex and his crew. Mm-hmm. They'll need the Wanda Sykes, Indiana Jones character. Yeah. They'll need, um, what's her name? The previous benefactor, mercenary Sid. lady, Sid. They'll need Sid's help. You know, they'll need everybody at some point for something. If it's Crosshair, that would surprise me. He's already gone one on, you know, Crosshair versus the Bad Batch, and he did not come up well for that. Um, it'll be interesting to see who the villain is now that Rampart mm-hmm. has been sidelined. I doubt it. Again, doubt it's Crosshair, but possible. I mean, I don't know. So they He's have not to... really in a place of authority or leadership. Right. They have to do something with Crosshair, obviously, right? I don't know if it's going to be him becoming a good guy. I kind of do wonder if maybe like this whole fucking over the clones won't sit right with him and he'll be like, but good soldiers follow orders. Hit me up, Lucasfilm. I'm cheaper than BBB, <laughs> but I ain't cheap. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I do wonder if that's going to do something with it, right? I kind of think... Um, the the clone assassin that was introduced, right? The one that had like his ID number scrubbed or whatever the fuck that was, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like, obviously not that guy specifically, but there's going to be more with that storyline, right? The, right? the use of these untraceable clones, real bad clone boys, you know? Right, right. I kind of wonder if that's going to be something and whoever's, um, using them because there's going to be more of them. They didn't introduce that concept just to have that one guy bite the electric pill and peace out. Right. And by the way, his design, his armor, by the way, really cool. I thought true. Very um, true. and 
I agree with you 100% that I do think there is a big finale where everybody's got to come together. Like Rex, he'll show back up with Echo. They'll probably have some other clones in tow, maybe even Wolf and Gregor, who Rex ends up hanging out with in Rebels, right? And Cody. Um, probably Doodoo-ass Cody. If Doodoo-ass Cody shows up, it better be because he's showing up to die. I remember what you did to that boga motherfucker, and I won't ever forget. No I matter. bet Cody shows up to help try to sway Crosshair. He could. He could, because they did go on that mission together. Two stank asses together, Crosshair and Cody. I don't forget. The North remembers that boga. Um, and then I had a little bit of a weird thought. So, Will, do you remember Agent Callus? from rebels he's the imperial secret agent or whatever whatever the fuck it is he's got like not the sideburns guy right? yeah sideburns guy okay, sideburns guy he and and uh oh shit what's his name how can i zeb he and zeb have like sexual tension with each other right yeah Just buff men in the, each other's the wolverine uh uh, saber tooth kind of way. Yeah, kind of. But then they become Speaking boys. Speaking of like, you know, they have their whole enemy mine episode and shit. Um, and you know, he be ends up becoming like a full on member of the rebellion, right? He sees the error of his ways. They do the whole character switch for Agent Callus. I had forgotten I, that. I don't think that's in Rampart's future. But anytime I see an Imperial character that gets a dose of their own medicine gets fucking screwed by the empire. It makes me wonder if they're going that way. So are they going to have to go break him out of prison for some reason, some information or shit that he has. And then he's like, I'll tell you, but you got to get me out of here. I don't know. You know, right. I do. I don't necessarily think we've seen the end of Rampart. You know, Rampart could escape custody and still be a problem. Like, yeah. I don't know how he would. Maybe yeah. untraceable clones, whatever. But Oh, like, what if that's what happens? Is one of those other clone assassins shows up and frees him before they get him to the to the Coruscant clink? Put him in the yeah. clink? And then he's incredibly dangerous at that point. I do know that the... Because the, I was looking up sort of the schedule in the upcoming episodes. And the last episode of this season is called Plan 99. And, you know, these guys are Clone Force 99, so I wonder mm -hmm. what that is. I wonder what Plan 99 yeah. is. They all kiss. I still think a youngish Boba Fett and um, Omega have to cross paths at some point. You I don't would, know if they'll do that next season. But. You would think after the, the name drop in the first season, they were kind of setting that up, but it doesn't seem like it. And, you know, there are people out there who have seen, like, I think they sent some press folks everything but the last two episodes of the season to screen mm -hmm. ahead of time. And, you know, I I don't dig deeply, but I have not even seen the mildest hint that Boba shows up this season. And if that's the right. case, if he does and that's the case, then, like, well, good on you guys for keeping that a secret if you saw it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this is... From Sam. Sam says, Howdy, Halls and Will. What a week of Bad Batch. I'll jump right into my question this week. Do you guys remember the clone trader from Clone Wars named Slick? The entire episode, I thought that was Slip, that Slip was Slick and thought he had been the traitor. Do you think the clone sniper may have been a clone like Slick that was a traitor? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with those clones. I don't either. I am confused. I'm looking for answers. 
Also, if Clone Wars hadn't been canceled and was able to run as long as they wanted, do you think they'd still gotten stories in the era of the Empire like this? I'm really enjoying this and have been wondering what an anthology-type storytelling in the Imperial era would be like. Anyway, I wonder if you guys have thought about that. Do you think we have any different stories with a Clone Wars-style show in the Imperial era? Thanks and have a great week, Sam. Um, so I have a tiny bit of insight to offer to this question, and I hope I'm not misspeaking here, but I'm pretty sure post-Clone Wars getting canceled originally, right, like in 2012 or 2013 or whatever it was, um, you know, after that, Dave Filoni at like celebrations and stuff would do a panel about untold Clone Wars stories, including the Clone Wars, the Bad Batch ba arc from Clone Wars that eventually mm -hmm. got done, the Siege of Mandalore stuff, um, and would talk pretty openly about those. And I'm pretty sure he mentioned in one of those that the original plan was to go into the Imperial era some in the final season. Now, would it have gotten 32 episodes of the Bad Batch in the Imperial era? No, but they, they probably would have given them an arc, like a compressed arc where you saw a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Omega probably wouldn't have been there. That seems like a creation of it becoming its own show, right? Yeah. <laughs> and would have been lesser for it, I think. But... I agree. Like, I think... The, you know, the later seasons of Clone Wars and Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi, like the animation is really good. I think it's really beautiful and well done. Like if you can see the the growth they've had with that medium. <clears throat> but on the other hand, I also understand people that might be ready for a bit of a stylistic change in Star Wars animation with whatever comes after the Bad Batch. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I think this era has had so much story told in it. Uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like, you got to be careful. Like, whatever you're doing can't have stakes too big, or it would be on the radar of everything else going on. So, my one thing, like, I enjoyed Clone Wars front to back. I've been enjoying Bad Batch, but after Bad Batch wraps, like, and so I'm I'm prefacing it with that information because I don't want it to come off like I'm a hater of this era or those shows, but I'm ready to move on from this sort of timeline era in Star Wars animation, right? Absolutely. Like, by the time, like, if Bad Batch goes three seasons, that's like ten seasons of TV that's all sort of chronologically in the same era, I would say. I mean, yeah, it's the transition between the Republic and the Empire, but these story threads and the animation style and everything's carrying over. So I don't know what, what they would do after that, but I'm kind of down for a break from this era. And then if they want to do more, you know, down the line, it'll feel special because we're going back to it. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. We got one more email and this is from a mom, mama Burkhart coming in. <sighs> Oh, my goodness. She says, hello, Halls and Will. This is Mama Burkhart. Just want to send a little message. I really enjoyed these two episodes of Bad Batch this week. It was really good seeing Rex again. My mom is a Rex fan, by the way. Whenever I Who talk isn't? To, whenever Get I talk line. to her about she's like, when is Rex coming back? And I'm like, uh-oh, okay, Mom, a Rex fan. I like it. She said, my question is, do you all think Gunji will make another appearance? I sure hope so. 
Do they make a Black Series Gunji figure? Uh-oh, mom's on the hunt for Gunji merch. She said, I look forward to listening to the podcast every week. Love both of y'all, and it's way past time for a visit from both of y'all. Love, Mama Burkhart. Uh-oh, Mom. I'm, I'm going to come over for a visit. Visit. Got a lot going on. Um, I would hope that we see Gunji again. It yeah. seems like a missed opportunity if you can't. Like, I know we don't need a whole bunch more stories, but, I mean, another ally that could show up. Yeah, that's kind of what I was when saying. When the Bad Batch need them. Right, like if if the final couple of episodes of this season are them, you know, reassembling the friends that they've made along the way, if Gunji's not in there, I'd be a little bummed. I'd be a little bummed. I won't lie. Um, I love Gunji. You know, Johnny, our buddy Johnny, he's not the biggest Star Wars animation fan, but he loves Wookies. So last week I sent him a text that was like, "Hey, man." I know it's not really your thing, but you need to watch the latest episode of Bad Batch for me. And he was like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. And then he texted me, and he was like, yeah, that was that was really cool. I love Gunji. Ooh. Gunji's the bomb. Look at this. That's a Gunji lightsaber hilt for sale on eBay. It's not the greatest looking, but it's it's serviceable. I, I Look at me. Look at me being a good son and going to see what Gunji merch there is. Because I knew there wasn't a Black Series. But it doesn't look like yeah. there's any Gunji merch. A couple trading yeah. cards. Bruh, Gunji with the snow all on him on Illum. Psh, that's oh, a, that's cool. That's a cute guy right there, that Gunji. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, maybe, Mom. It, I can't maybe believe commission, it. Maybe commission a Gunji art for your mom for her birthday mm -hmm. or something. You know what? Uh... They, I bet you they. This is one of those things where eventually they're going to pull the trigger on some Gunji merch. One day they'll be like, maybe we shouldn't make a a 18th variant of the Stormtrooper with the same mold. <laughs> hey, it never gets old. The Stormtrooper. Galactic Files. Oh, these are a more recent trading card series. Okay, okay, I see you, Galactic Files. You know, one thing I do not need to become, well, is a, a collector. Well, I already am, but I don't need to add <laughs> trading cards to the mix. Man, speaking of trading cards, I can't look at a trading card without looking at these boys. You you remember these hotnesses, right? The X-Men trading cards from the 90s? Oh, boy, I told you, I just found those. Man, I found my collection from my childhood within the last six months. These, buddy. Man. I got some of the foil ones, like the too. glittery. Mm -hmm. They look amazing. The um, Fleer. These were the ones I really liked. The Fleer X-Men cards from like 1995-ish. Yep. Oh. Yep. You want to talk about a dude who spent probably... Too much money on X-Men cards, but I loved them, man. I couldn't stop. They were cool. I would just look at them for hours. Yep. And read, talking about being read bored the back, in the... Right? Read yeah. the back of them. Talking so you about get your, being bored on a road trip. Okay, these. My oh, my stack God. stack of X-Men cards. Dude, look at these. Yep. Shit. Yep. I have a bunch of those, dude. I cannot wait to show them to you next time I oh see them. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I love them. I have... They're I'll in be like honest this. with you binder that's got like michael jordan slam dunking on the front nice. and they're in like pages of you know the plastic pages of card holder holy shit a sealed box of those bad boys oh my god goodness. oh my god in heaven i don't need this i'm filling a fucking hole 
<laughs> old and lonely filling a hole with fucking X-Men trading card sealed boxes. Oh, you know, man. I have two unopened boxes of Star Wars Galaxy trading cards. It's, in my opinion, the best Star Wars trading card set ever made, right? Oh, wow. Kind of came out around this time as well. Um, and I I got two sealed boxes. I got the first series and second series sealed and i was like i'll open these on stream sometime this has been a while ago this is before wow. i actually was streaming with any regularity and i never did it and i still every time i see them on the shelf i'm like i need to do that sometime but i gotta like figure out a special camera to point at the desk while open cards and shit i don't know man seems like yeah. a lot of work Oof. i don't need to buy Will, do I need to buy a box? $899. No. No, you don't. Do I need to buy? Is that a box, the case? Yep. Ooh. That's a lot of packages. Did you open. have, did you, do you remember when they came in these fancy packages? Like I don't this? know that I had one of those. Ooh. No. Ooh, the inaugural edition. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't Ooh, know that I had mama. that. Ooh, mama. I guarantee you, if my mom thinks about it, she will remember taking me to the Gun Dogs comic book shop. That's the comic book shop in Columbus. And me going in and being like, can I get two packs of X-Men cards, good sir? And I was like, oh, this is the day. This is the day I get the Wolverine hologram. Didn't get the $400. Man. There was a spot in Decatur, Alabama that was like a sports card hobby shop whatever so many of those popped up around this time you know yeah and then like the trading card market dried up and then the comic book market dried up because they kept putting out so many different variants of covers like foil covers and shit and people were buying right. them thinking they were gonna retire <sighs> speculator market killed the whole industry there were so many at one time and then slowly but surely they all died Let's see. <laughs> Star Wars trading cards galaxies. Yeah, man. These are the ones. These are sick. What? Hold on. They started doing new galaxy cards, huh? Are you telling me they did new galaxy cards? Okay. We don't need that information. That's an important piece of information, man. I used to have the battle game. It was a trading card game, but it was like a it was like a like a Light side versus dark side, Star Wars. Well, there was a couple card game. There, so there was the the decipher CCG, which I was way into, and then later there was like Jedi Adventure Battles or some shit. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, these uh, it are came the, with a big black box. That is the decipher decipher CCG. I've still got a bunch of those cards. That game was fucking complicated. Galaxies. It was because okay, you had like the planet that you you know you had. Uh, I just I you're right. I remember being super complicated. Boy, howdy! Look at this. I made a solid investment in those two boxes. That so I have this box sealed and this box sealed, and I did not pay a hundred dollars or a hundred and ninety nine dollars for either of those boxes. Well, there you go. Look at me making a solid adventure uh, uh, investment. That I'm gonna tank by opening it for people's enjoyment. <laughs> That's to say that you will remove by opening it for people. I have to. I have to. Will I have to? I never. All. I always wanted to get a box of these cards when I was a kid, but I never did. And look at me. Where does it leave me now? Fucking. 
waking up and seeing mustaches and ponytails on Star Wars. That's where it leaves <laughs> me now. Oh man. Okay. You'd be asking yourself if you took your medication that day. The these. This is the game, right? This is the game yeah, you had. Star Wars sure. CCG. I got I got this Yoda out of a Dagobah expansion pack, and boy, you would have thought I won the lottery. These, it's by that the black way, box over here on the right. <clears throat> yep, that was the starter kit. That's what I've yep, got. The that starter kit. That's what I had. Yep. Here at this house, I have that starter kit. I loved collecting those, but that game was complicated. But, yeah, super difficult. Yeah, and look, like these. By the way, these are not cheap. Like some of them are. But later in the series when, um, you know, they weren't printing as much because it wasn't as popular. Because these were crazy mm -hmm. popular for a couple of years. Those later expansions, that's where the shit gets expensive. Like, oh, really? Yeah, because I've looked into getting a box of these to open on stream too. And boxes, obviously. Like here, this is the start. This is the first, yeah, just the premiere edition, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a sealed box of those for $425. <clears throat> I ain't doing that. I ain't doing the that. Luke Skywalker card has him kicked back holding the Skyhopper. Yep, that the starter Luke card that came with it. It yeah. came with a starter Luke card and a, a starter Vader card that weren't as good as the Vader and the Luke you could get in packs, but they were pretty decent. Ooh, right. Sealed box of Hoth expansion for $599. Oof. 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 Oh, oh, ho, ho, ho. En enhanced premiere set sealed 750. That's what I'm saying. This shit is expensive. I was like, ooh, an indoor expansion. This is what I mean, right? Like by this point, they were still putting out expansions, but they weren't printing as many because it wasn't as popular. Damn near right. $1,000 for a sealed, sealed box. Who am I? Elon Musk? No. Man, who had the foresight to get these boxes sealed? You know, you know who had that foresight? Were the poor bastards that owned these trading card and comic book stores that when it shut down, they had a ton of unsold Star Wars Decipher trading card merch that they kept in a storage shed. That I'll, I bet you a lot of okay. that is where okay. this new old stock comes from, if I had to guess. You know? Right. Because I don't know how many of this is actually people, you know, when it was coming out being like, oh, I'm sure there were private collectors mm -hmm. buying a set of three. Yeah. Yeah. And putting them away being like, oh, I'll make some money off this later. I wish I had. It would make sense that it was a failed comic book store. This was the only time I ever got a sealed box of cards was I pooled my birthday money one year and got a sealed box of the premiere set of these. Mm, wow. And uh, felt like real hot shit. I got into Magic the Gathering for a little while in high school. <laughs> Magic the Gathering <clears throat> was what sort of got me off of this because it was easier to play. I really enjoyed playing Magic the Gathering back then. From oh, what right. I understand now, it's hard to get back into. You know, honestly, um, uh, I was playing so many it, different sets these days. I was playing it online, and the the cool thing about the online version is you can only play cards from like maybe the most recent four or five sets like they cycle out and stuff mm -hmm. so like it was pretty fun that sounds cool things were a lot better when i was playing magic online instead of sitting here wasting everybody's time scrolling through ebay listings talking about a steve covers favorite segment 20 year old now so now actually this is more this right here. Yeah, this is, is more, collectibles. It's not toys. No, no, no. Not even that. It's a card game. This is more Steve's jam than 
you know me talking about figures and shit. This Steve is loves true. A good card game. There was. It a, would be fun to play this game. It and would. Like, it we would. could turn that into Patreon content. We'd want to film it, you know, so people could see the cards and stuff. Right. Um, Steve. So the you know the the sort of higher end video or or board game and card game company Fantasy Flight. They have the. I think they still have the Star Wars license, and they put out a new collectible card game, right? Um, that is not the correct website. Who knows what I just came across? Um, oh, some sort of fanfic writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, they had the Star Wars license, and it wasn't a collectible card game. Well, they did one eventually, but the first one they came out with was what they call a living card game. So basically yeah. you buy the starter set, right? And that comes with every card. And then they occasionally put out like 100 card little booster decks that comes with every card. Like so you're not Oh wow. You're not Oh, they got a new Star Wars game coming. Do you see this Star Wars the deck building game? Uh-oh. Hold up. The Rebel Alliance fights valiantly against the tyranny of the Galactic Empire. Each new victory brings the rebels hope and each heroic sacrifice strengthens their resolve. Still, the Empire's resources are vast and the firepower of its Empire Navy is unmatched with neither side willing to accept defeat. Their war rages across the galaxy. Welcome to Star Wars, the deck building game. This new head-to-head game for two players brings the galaxy-spanning war between the Galactic Empire and the Rebel Alliance to your tabletop. In this easy-to-learn game, you and your opponent each choose a side, playing as either the Empire or the Rebels, and as the game progresses, you both strengthen your power of your starting decks and work to destroy each other's bases. The first player to destroy three of their opponent's bases wins the game. Whoa. When is this that come out? That looks amazing. That's it, a, a sale for Hall's Burkhardt. Yes, it is. When does it come out? Is this pre-order? Is this pre-order? Is this what we're looking at? Is a pre-order situation? It's in stock. It's in stock. No, it says pre-order. When does it come out? 3-3-23. Soon. I got to get my dicks. Ooh, look at the cards, Will. Oh, that is Ooh, neat. Ooh, those are neat. Look at Boba. Look at Boba. I'm looking. Big bad Boba. Jabba sail barge. Ooh. I can't believe I just stumbled across this here. Okay. I was going to see if they had the game I used to play with Steve. Steve used to duty stomp me in this. It was just called Star Wars the Card Game. This is the one. He would come over and play it with me and just... (laughs) Smack you around. And see, yeah, look. So they did... That was the base set. And then they did deluxe expansions where you could get like bounty hunters and more force users. And it just came with every part card there wasn't an opening of packs you just got these expansion packs and that was it right Ooh, i would love to play this game again it was fun it was a good game i just wasn't any good at it try to think it takes time yeah all right well i'm gonna stop looking at shit that i'm about to spend money on um but first i do want to check one last thing star wars deck building game steve's got the mind of like a grandmaster chess dragon when it comes to board games and he's real like good tabletop games. gaming yeah he's real good at board games Ooh, there's a star wars pandemic damn I, i'm sitting here talking about getting all these board games I'm play with myself huh <laughs> go to each side of the table and be like "Ooh, it's my turn <laughs> you're damn right it's my turn it's always my turn are you ready me 
I'm ready, me. I sure am, you, me. Oh, no, man. I woke up this morning and everybody had a damn mustache and a ponytail. Anyways, listen, guys, thanks so much for listening to this. Why? If you're still hanging out, like, thanks. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> what you should do now that, you know, you don't have to listen to us anymore, go check out Stone now Cobra. That made it to the end. Yeah, go check out Stone Cobra. They provided the theme song. The music for our theme song they're awesome you can find them on itunes spotify or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com leave us a review on itunes or apple podcast or spotify wherever leave us a review that'd be cool huh wouldn't that be neat? speaking of genius gamer steve my boy steve and hawes do a podcast we show enough about dude. games we show enough called high potion and you know who our guest is this week on high potion our buddy robbo that we've had on here several times. Our buddy Robbo was the Robbo. special guest this week, and it was a good damn-ass time. It was fucking educational as fuck, let me tell you what. And I can't wait for people to hear it. So, yeah, check out High Potion, and we'll see you guys next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Hulse Burkhart. And I'm Will Wynn. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>